Today, we're chatting with author and entrepreneur James King Baskin about what it takes to source truly ideal virtual assistants or appointment setters so that you can finally take your income and business to the next level. You definitely don't want to miss this one, so don't even change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shattered the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really excited to be here with you today. We've got a very interesting guest, but before we get there, quick update on my book, The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. Going strong at over 68,000 copies sold across all formats. Thanks to everyone who continues to buy the book. Thanks to everyone who continues to leave those five-star rave reviews and everyone who emails me and lets me know how you are enjoying the content. I appreciate you beyond words. I'm also so excited to be past 2,200 subscribers on YouTube and that's climbing as well. So thanks to everyone who's been enjoying all the content in video format. So Either way, whether it's through the book or the video, you've got an option there. In fact, if you've not checked out the book yet, you can feel free to do so by going to lastlawofattractionbook.com. That'll auto-forward to the Amazon listing, where you can get it in Kindle or paperback or audiobook. The audiobook is also available on Audible and Apple Books. Or if you don't want to plot your wallet, but you want to check out what this content's all about, you can feel free to go to youtube.com slash andrewcap, where I have plenty of videos, more coming out every single day, a lot of fun content there. With that said, we've got a really interesting interview. In fact, James actually did a simultaneous Facebook Live while we were chatting here, so that was a lot of fun. So uh, let's not waste any time here. Let's dive straight in to this really fun interview. Here's me and James. All right, guys. Well, welcome to another awesome, unique episode of Shattered a Mold. And my guest in very unique fashion, he's actually got a, a cool slant on this because we're actually doing a Facebook Live on his stream as I begin this process, which is uh, really cool, really fun. And um, I'm not going to take too much time with the introductions here, but I think it's important to kind of just, you know, set a tone for who this really unique, awesome guy is. He basically helps agency owners and their clients follow up with leads by using a really well-enhanced virtual call center. He's also the author of a new book. It's called Outsource Kings. It says, you know, the subtitles do less work and make more money with your own virtual assistant or appointment setter. And, you know, really apropos title because we've got the original outsource king himself, James King Baskin. Thank you so much for being here, my friend, and welcome to Shattered a Mold. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. This is really cool. We've known each other now for quite a little while, and it's really cool to see uh, the expansion of your business and where you're at now. And I believe it's multiple books you've published. And then also for me to sit in the same seat as you were with my first published book as well. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm super excited. And, you know, I, I remember we met in, well, I think I remember since it's been such a blur, November of 2018 um, in Puerto Rico. And I remember in particular, it was um, a really, you know, it was this cool event with a bunch of entrepreneurs that were innovative. They were hungry. They really had their own unique mix on things. And I remember specifically you being one of the first people I met when we had this um, dinner at night. And we just like went down this rabbit hole of this really interesting conversation. And the thing that stood out to about me to you, or uh, about you to me rather, 
um, was that basically it was clear to me that you'd thought out so many different things and that you were not scared to go down a unique path. And I think that's an important preface because, you know, here we have, you've got this book um, about, you know, making money, you know, through the, the use of, you know, virtual system appointment center. And on the surface, that sounds like something that everyone's been done before, but you seem to take it to a much higher, more detailed level where there's a level of efficiency. There's a level of sense. There's a level of, understanding the progression of the process that this is really about making money. I mean, it's, it's about, you know, obviously having an easier go, go of things in your business, but it's also about being efficient so that your energy isn't being wasted. Now, as I put that out there, am I missing anything in like my description of what you're really trying to help people do through what, through the book and through your business itself? Yeah. For the long and short of it and, and directness, you're right to the point. It is, essentially this person is going to help you to make more money. It's not necessarily that directly, Hey, you're going to make more money as soon as you start outsourcing, but you are correct. And I like how you were very specific with that. Like, Hey, you're going to start outsourcing things that you don't like doing in your business. You're going to start hiring someone in your business to do things. Maybe you're not good at in your business and indirectly, that's going to allow you to focus on more things that quite frankly, will allow someone to make more money or head in that specific direction, at least. Mm, love it, love it. Um, you know, I, I was stumbling through the book this morning, and I'm going to hold up the cover for people watching on video. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge... Uh, I'm a, <laughs> here we go, like, line it up, right? I'm a huge fan of, of book covers in particular. I think people know that about me, because for me, my book cover was such an important aspect of, I think, just making sure people are aware of it. And I like this one. I think it's really cool... Um, you know, the way you throw in the logo and there's just a good feel to it. And I think it really speaks to the fact, like, you know, I looked at this cover and I'm like, okay, I've got a really simple, easy ride. I'm going to thumb through it. It's going to give me good understanding. And I actually did. And I, I appreciated the fact that, you know, you kind of went into, listen, it's not just about here's why it's valuable. It's here's why you should do it or here's how you should do it. So um, we're almost like skipping to the end, but I want to get into this part really important because I know a lot of entrepreneurs who are thinking about getting a VA or getting an appointment center are thinking about this. How do you find someone that's actually going to be reliable and good? Because I think the biggest fear and the biggest obstacle to letting yourself go down this direction is you're worrying that you're handing down your business over to someone that's just going to mess everything up for you. Yeah. So I, I just gave a talk last week and a really in-depth training that um, I'll share with your audience or anyone that sees this, that wants this talking about this. Um, I have stuck with one specific method and it has allowed me to hire multiple people. Um, we have a retention rate of over a year with our employees that work for us. And um, so how we do it is setting up proper procedures, standard operating procedures. So we set up an actual job post. We set up an actual method that we can filter out the right people for the job post. And then we set up a method for how we conduct the job interview. Um, now we make use of specific websites. Um, I, I use online jobs because a lot of people have heard of that. However, the problem is, is a lot of people don't know how to use online jobs. You know, they go through tons and tons of people, which I've been there. I always say that my pain is your greatest experience because I get to pass that on to my people I work with. And, um, just to give you an example, one of our, um, students that we're working with right now, Within the first four weeks of working with us, he's now hired and placed a person in his business that has been working with him now. I think she's going on week two or week three now. And 
that was from working directly with us. And this person has been filtered. This person is actively interested in his business, already working directly in his business. And so within less than 30 days, he has a project manager that we've helped him place versus us just hiring someone. And so I don't want to get too, too far in that specific direction. But what I'm getting at is the, the correct way to do it is take your time in the beginning. So many people want to start outsourcing things. They want to remove themselves from their business and they don't want to train the person they're working with. So what happens is they will, um, how do I say, um, want to remove themselves and just tell the person like, get to it kind of thing. And the person's like, well, what do I do? And really there's no specific instruction. Well, you told me you're a virtual assistant. I need you to schedule appointments for me. Okay, well, do you have anyone that I can call or anyone I can email? No, no, I, I need you to, to fill up my calendar. These are like like marketing buzzwords that people have been sold a bag of goods and and now they're trying to pass it off to someone. And so really it's about setting up a proper expectation with the person that's working for you and a proper expectation of how you're going to be for the person that works for you. So it's it's it's, it's twofolded. And um, from there, and I, I don't think I actually talked about it in the book, but I will say now, when you find a good employee and you are ready to scale, good employees will find you other people. I have that consistently happen now where someone will say, we just had a girl right now that um, started and is a family, family member of another person that's been with me for almost three years. And so good employees will find other good employees for your business. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's funny. I'm, I'm going to date myself on this one. But as you're saying that, I'm remembering that old line from Jerry Maguire, like the help me help you, where mm. you've really got to, it's a common sense thing. You've got to have it in your mind of, I am grooming this person. I'm grooming them for a very important role with the understanding that when they are groomed, I really can't hand it over to someone that's really efficient. And also is probably going to pleasantly surprise me by thinking of a few things I haven't thought of after first getting the wealth of my experience and insights to work off of to begin with. Yep, exactly. And yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like you said, I, I, said I, it better yourself. Right, that, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, with, with that in mind, like, I, I guess for you, I know these are hard fought lessons. Is it a bit, has it been a thing where when you started this out, it was really bad and then had to slowly progressively get worse, like get better or yeah. is it something where you had some weird insights or weird moments where all of a sudden it was like rocket fire or like boost? Okay, I got this one insight about talking to someone or hiring someone and all of a sudden everything is unfolding and getting easier for me. So it, it's definitely, as I always like to say, and it's kind of cringy, there's definitely levels to this. And when I say it like that, in the beginning, it was painful. It was embarrassing. I remember I was three plus years ago. I was running an insurance agency. I was outsourcing and I had hired, I think I had around 10 people at once working for me. They were all were cold calling, filling my schedule. It was crazy. Managing like 10 people. I, I had no clue what was going on. People were taking advantage of me, stealing time, not making phone calls, working multiple jobs, um, quitting on me, uh, you name it, trying to recruit people off me. Managing 10 people when you have zero clue what the frick you're doing is not a good recipe for success. And so uh, I had fired a bunch of girls all at once because they were working multiple jobs, lying to me, stealing money. And then I had other people that, you know, they quit on me. And to be honest, man, I think I ended up with like one person left. 
And then I still was like this tyrant of a boss. I didn't know how to manage people, by the way. Um, maybe I, I had read a management book, but really, you know, reading all the books in the world doesn't mean anything if you don't have practical application of how to use that knowledge. And um, so I remember having this girl, she went on lunch break and she still has not come back from lunch break. And she, <laughs> and she was managing my whole business, like a whole wow. bunch of things for me. And she went on lunch break and she's yet to come back from lunch break. And then I had hired one of the girls that works for me now. And the girl that works for me now um, has been a rock star employee. She's been with me for just shy of three years. She's helped me hire other people that work in my business. And, you know, now we're smaller. However, we're more efficient. And um, I've been that asshole boss that, and the book talks about it, you know, I've had girls quit on me. I've had girls cry because of how horrible I was to work for. And I don't take pride in any of that, but I, I also share it for transparency. Like this wasn't like an overnight, I grew and scaled my company kind of bullcrap that you see online. This was pain. This was trial. This was error. This was screwing up. This was, you know, you know, nighttime being like, it's three o'clock in the morning, six o'clock, I got to get up and I don't know what the frick I'm doing. And, um, from that, you know, came what we do now. And honestly, quite frankly, that whole crap and turmoil has, has came and turned around 180, so to speak. Everyone always says 360. It's came and turned around 180, like a total different direction for our clients that we work with in our coaching program. Because now I can tell someone when I see something that's like a blatant lie from an employee, or when I see them act in a certain way and I need to correct their behavior, I can instantly see it because I've lived it for, um, you know, two to three years now. Mm. And so that part has been the biggest thing for me in 2021, 2019, 2020, you know, was, you know, learning, growing, scaling 2021 has been the year of helping other people do what we do and seeing what they're doing in their business and how we can help them. And that's been like the biggest thing because that really, like when you can teach someone and I can speak confidently about this, when you can teach someone something and you actually see like a quantitative result that happens, I'll put that beyond a lot of the things I've done in my company, you know, making clients a lot of money. That's great. But literally helping someone replicate and duplicate exactly what we've done I can't put a price tag on that. Hmm. You know, it's, it's really interesting. The, the way you're speaking about this, you are basically articulating an alchemy that you create here through past pain, whether you were the one on the receiving end of the pain or the one dishing it out. Either way, it's like you've got these insights and you're saying, okay, how can I leverage that into a proper experience for people moving forward and make sure that it wasn't all in vain? Now, obviously, from the very beginning, you were helping people, you know, with their phone calls, with their leads, making sure they're efficient. But then, you know, you didn't stop doing that, but you added this new task or this new piece of your business where you're actually showing people how to do it for themselves. What inspired that choice and that decision to say, okay, I'm not only going to do the work, but I'm going to, I'm going to almost give people the, their own tools so that they don't need me for that thing anymore. Yeah. So um, there's a couple parts to it. The first part was, um, it started off with the pain, to be quite frank, I was tired of losing clients that grew and scaled with us. And they were like, um, I have a name for it. And I always forget how I say it. They, um, 
they, they pat you on the head and then they pat you on the, on the butt. Goodbye. You know, Hey, you did a great job, but thanks for playing. And, um, I said in a joking way and, and I, and I love almost 99.9% of the people that I've worked with, even the ones that discontinue. And so I was tired of losing like really, 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 really good fit clients that were like, Hey, you guys did an amazing job. We scaled and grew our business to over a hundred thousand dollars a month. We're going to hire someone in-house now. I want to thank you guys for your help. So rather than take a negative approach to that, like rather than being like, oh man, these people are firing me, screw them, or some kind of you know self-created negative self-talk, I listened, which is to be quite frank, sometimes I forget to listen. So I listened and I sat there and I said, okay, what is this person really telling me? They're telling me I did a great job. Okay, that's awesome. Now, what else are they saying? They're bringing this in-house. Okay, we helped them grow. Obviously, we played a, a part. We're not the whole sole purpose of why they grew. There's multiple parts of that. But we played a part. We helped them grow. So we're great at what we do. Second part, this person is telling me as they grow, they want to be in control more. They want to have it in-house. They want to have an actual company. And so I said to myself, well, what if we actually help people do this in-house? So there's two directions someone can go when starting with us. The first direction, maybe they're, you know, an emerging startup or growing and they're like, hey, you know what? We, we don't have the capacity to manage someone. Can we hire you monthly to manage it? Okay, great. Or, hey, you know what? We're scaled. We need a person placed in our business with your help. And can you help us with that? So, and actually, quite frankly, both of those paths converge at some level. You know, some of the people that say, hey, can you do this for us in the beginning are going to say, you know what, actually, we're ready to bring this in house. I know you talked about the fact that you will help me hire my first appointment center and we'll help them with that. And I'm actually now kind of for selling, so to speak, or for, I forget the word on it, um, forecasting with them. Like, hey, if you work with us a couple months, um, we'll eventually, I'll make you an offer to bring this in house if it makes sense. And so I'm doing that now. So that way people aren't like, because once someone makes a decision to bring it in house and I'm now having to like backpedal and be like, Hey, well, we got this program. It's not going to, it's going to be kind of like a little bit of friction. And I'm trying to save the sale at that point. And, 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 and that's really what led into it. And really these people that were helping hire their first person, they may eventually even ask us, hey, you know what? I've got this person. They're great. They're doing all this. I still want you to do it for me. And so um, that's kind of what it's turned into. Um, we have one that is a monthly reoccurring option. And the other one, this coaching program, this helping you hire someone rather than placing someone, helping actual someone hire. You know, I, I always say the analogy, um, teaching a man to fish versus feeding a man to fish. Um, some options make sense for some people. And really it is a, you know, high ticket coaching program. That's going to help people literally from start to finish, know how to hire someone. Nice. So I hope people as they listen to this are really taking the core lesson because in your specific niche, the way you're doing it, what you are demonstrating here is for people when, if they're having a difficulty in a client retention or in a sale or in some part of their business, it might not be, they might be trying to solve it from the wrong perspective. And what you went to, you went to service. You're like, okay, listen, I'm going to notice what's going on here. 
and I'm going to find a new way by which I already know how to serve, yeah. but now, I, now I'm just having this insight to offer to people. So I think it's a wonderful example that I think a lot of people have hiding in their own business where they have opportunities, even, by the way, if their clients aren't leaving them, there still might be opportunities that their clients are, are asking them about doing things and they're saying no, or their clients are sticking with them, but they're also hiring someone else for something that they can handle, easily handle. You're demonstrating of like when you're really listening and you're in that mindset of service, you actually have the potential to increase your business and revenue by at least 50%. That, that's what I'm getting off of you here. Yep. So cool. Awesome. So um, as you're doing this, I mean, I'm sure people, I mean, I think people should reach out to you personally, but what's like one good tip off the top of your head that people don't think about when they are trying to hire for themselves, that if they only thought of this thing, it would remove a lot of that upfront friction and help them get to the next step. Yeah. Um, I would say find someone that you like working with and that likes working with you. If it's, if it's, if it's not like twofold, then it's not going to be a good working relationship. And I'll kind of get a little bit more specific. Find someone that, and, and sometimes when I say likes working with you and you like working with them, that doesn't mean like you're going to be best friends. I don't, want, I don't want to have that. What I want to say is find someone that makes you better. I feel like that's going to be in any kind of relationship, you know, uh, girlfriend or wife or friendship. Find someone that makes you better. And sometimes that's going to be that person speaking directly to you. That person speaking directly to you might almost seem like they're coming at you. However, it's going to make you better. That person might say things that you don't want to hear, but you know are true, but it's going to make you better. So find someone that's, I guess it could be simplified to find someone that's not afraid to tell you the truth. Mm. Love that. And it's like, you know, obviously they, they could be blunt, but it's also clear that they're not trying to hurt you. They're trying to help you. And you find someone that it's clear they're trying to help you. Then the only question is, okay, do they have the real insight to help you with it? Because if they do, then you want that bluntness. You want that honesty because that's the only way you're going to improve. I also love the way you made that distinction of find someone you enjoy working with. I mean, liking them, I mean, because there's that old misnomer of like, you know, if you like someone, you shouldn't hire them just based on that, which I think makes sense because there's a difference between just liking someone versus liking the actual process of working with them and getting the thing that you're supposed to get out of in that situation. Agreed. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So we're going down a, a few different paths here. Um, as we do this, was there anything that I haven't really covered or asked you about that you think is really important for people to, to know about? No, I think we've done a great job. You've done, you've done a great job so far with this. This has been awesome. Nice. I always like to hear that. Cool. So, um, just for clarity, cause I mean, I know I, you know, you, um, when you told me about the book, is the book officially out now? Like where can people get it? Yeah, the book is officially out. So if someone just shoots me a PM right now, um, I will, link up a method for us to send you a copy of the book. And, um, you know, we've done a, a beta offer for the people originally sending it out to a bunch of people getting a lot of feedback and then um, people can just shoot me a PM and then I'll send them a copy of it. Awesome. And again, just to preface this, and this is me, you know, like being honest here, different books had different values in different formats for different reasons. I love that I got through this quick because it was to the point. It's like, it's almost like you said, like, listen, I know you're busy. I'm just going to give you, I'm not going to like, wax poetic on all these things pointlessly i'm going to get to all these important pieces just so you have the actual actionable information so um if anyone's wondering if they want to go down this road i'd recommend this book i think it's a good one to to check out just because again it's it's to the point it gets you where you need to go and i know me as a as a busy busy entrepreneur myself 
I would much prefer that, um, at least for, for where I am right now in, in my business. Um, awesome. So people want to connect with you, whether it's you doing the work for them or you teaching them how to do the work for you. What is the best way for them to do so? Yeah, so it's going to be two different ways. So the first one, my main method is them messaging me on Facebook. I like to keep everything on Facebook. Um, and I do want to talk about this just for a second. Yeah. Um, with Facebook, you can really check someone out and see what they're about. So that's what I love about social media. It's like, I've had people tell me, they're like, I've done my research on you. I've checked you out. And I don't know if they're using it from like a position standpoint. I actually like that. I'm like, great. You've looked me up. I've had people tell me they've listened to other podcasts that I've done. And I'm like, great. You've done your homework. You should be doing that based on someone you're working with. So what I like about Facebook is someone can go to my Facebook, it's public, and they can scroll through all my stuff. They can say, oh, great. He looks like someone cool to work with. Oh, great. I don't want to work with them. And then if they do want to work with me, then they can shoot me a message. So to answer your question directly, they can shoot me a message on Facebook, send me a friend request, whatever they want to do. And then the second route, if they don't have social media, because that is something that we're starting to see now, is they can go to outsourcekings.com. And in that, I'm going to take you down the path of outsourcing right now. This is kind of cool. In that, there is a direct contact form where they can put their phone number and their info. When they do that, within a short amount of time, and I mean a very short amount of time, if it's normal business hours, it's going to be within you know five to 10 minutes. Someone's going to call you, one of my team members. They're going to offer to book you an appointment with myself. They're going to set up a discovery call, and then we're going to hop on a Zoom call either the following day or whatever time makes sense for you. Nice. You know, not, not to lean people in one direction or another, but I think that's cool because they actually get a sampling of what the process is like if you're doing the, the heavy lifting for them. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, awesome. So are we still uh, live on Facebook right now? Yeah, we are. We are. I'll, I'll well, you know, quick little props to everyone watching on your profile. Just wanted to say, hey, to everyone, thanks for this. Uh, you, again, this is pretty cool and pretty unique. My interviews are never really live unless they're actually live in this way. So pretty cool um, example of you just doing things a little bit left to center, but in a fun way. So uh, I guess, you know, quick sign up to those people, but just in terms of my recording here, which I will be uploading in the very near future, um, just want to thank you, James, for for coming on, for doing this, for really sharing your insight. And we kind of, you know, we hit a lot of broad strokes, but we also hit a lot of gold and really important insights. I think if people understand how essential it is to have a certain common sense perspective, and whether they're going to you or someone else, to go to someone that has experience so that they can do this the right way, because when you do it the right way, you don't keep repeating mistakes. I think that's a, a wonderful way by which people can do things and a wonderful business lesson to learn. So thank you for coming on today, my friend, for sharing your wisdom and your heartfelt lessons and uh, just being awesome, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely, man. I'm going to say bye to the live real quick and I'll uh, chat with you just for a second. So cool. all those watching live that got a chance to watch us, we got our friend Courtney that we also met in Puerto Rico. It's great talking to y'all. Great seeing y'all. Uh, make sure to follow Andrew's podcast, Shatter the Mold podcast. Make sure to get a copy of his book as well. It is the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. Um, this dude has like literally blown up on Amazon and book sales. So definitely check out his book as well. Take care of live people.
Thank you, James King Baskin, for that. Thank you for the props, by the way, on my book. I really appreciate that as well. Guys, I'm going to make sure to leave his OutsourceKings.com link and his Facebook profile link both in the video description for the YouTube video here. And I'm going to leave it at ShatteredMoldPodcast.com where this episode resides. And quick reminder, while I'm giving out links, feel free to check out LastLawOfAttractionBook.com if you want to check out my book, The Last Law of Attraction Book You'll Ever Need to Read. Or you can feel free to check out the YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com slash Andrew Cap. Thank you so much as always for listening and for watching and be back soon because I will be back soon with another awesome guest. I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan and it's time to shatter the mold.